That was the moment last week when 65-year-old actress and singer Cheryl Lee Ralph accepted an Emmy Award. And she says she'd been practicing her acceptance speech since she was five years old. And when I heard it last week, I was literally stopped dead in my tracks. Her speech included her singing a verse from jazz singer's Diane Reeves' 1993 song Endangered Species. But when she bellowed out that she knows where her voice belongs, I got full-blown shivers down my spine um, because it's exactly how I want every single woman who leaves my voice activation retreat next month to feel in Ibiza after their three days at the event here with me and nine other female speakers on the island. How many of us can say that we know where our voice belongs or even go as far as to say that we know where we belong and if we always feel like we belong? All of those themes on our retreat will be covered in lots of different ways from talks to voice workshops and coaching to spoken word, poetry and creative writing, singing, a colour therapy painting workshop, sound healings, vision boarding, not to mention some of my personal highlights, which will be a conversation that I get to have with Rebecca Frain. She's a filmmaker, writer and a director of Misbehaviour, starring Kira Knightley, that covered the story of the women who invaded the stage of the 1970 Miss World competition in London. That was hosted by US comedy legend Bob Hope. Now, they claimed that beauty competitions demeaned women and as part of the newly formed women's liberation movement, they achieved overnight fame. And Rebecca is a women's storyteller. She also wrote the film The Lady, which tells the poignant love story of the Burmese politician and 1991 Nobel Peace Prize Aung San Suu Kyi. If you know her story, you'll know how moving and how important it was that that story had to be told. Rebecca is a powerful advocate for women's rights and empowering us to speak up. And she'll be giving us 90 minutes of her time to tell the story of being a woman filmmaker with a passion for unleashing the kind of stories that ruffled more than a few feathers in what was then very much a man's world in the 1980s. It wasn't an easy ride, but Rebecca definitely knows where her voice belongs. And they are a very rare breed, which is why I wanted to unleash today's short interview and the woman who will actually do the activation part of the retreat on the beach every morning in siesta. Her name is Holly Roxanne, and I was lucky enough to chat to her this week to find out more about her role in empowering us to refind our voice and why that is so important to her. Now, I'm going to leave the link to the retreat, which I've also neglected to mention includes Jasmine Hemsley, 
who's an internationally cherished well-being expert from the UK, a three times best-selling author and a TV presenter with a show broadcast in over 25 countries. She's the founder, you may recall, of Hemsley and Hemsley and East by West. Um, she's also a chef, a restaurateur and a food and health writer. Um, Jasmine believes really strongly in conscious, joyful living um, and takes a 360-degree approach to health, which is why she is also joining us to talk about why it's so important to be able to tap in to your authentic wisdom and voice and sound. Um, She's had so much experience of doing exactly that, um, particularly alongside um, the lady that will be joining her to speak, which is, of course, Susie Pearl, author, who's also been on this podcast once before. Um, And the pair are going to get together and discuss their time um, when they used to work together in London and various you know, conversations they've had with very tricky or difficult book um, publishers, um, people that they've managed to secure TV deals with, um, celebrities that they've had to have difficult conversations with, um, and all the kinds of ways that they've had to dig deep and basically um, speak up during those tricky times when they got together and worked together all those years ago in London. Jasmine is also going to be doing a short sound healing for us at the end of that talk. Um, so I'm really excited um, to have her as a part of this um, three-day retreat at the end of October from the 28th to the 30th. So it feels fitting um, to move forward um, and have today's interview with the lady who's actually going to be activating um, our voices on the beach every morning in siesta. Her name is Holly Roxanne and I was lucky enough to chat to her this week to find out more about her role in empowering us to refine our voice and why that is so important to her. Now I'm going to leave you uh, with a link to the retreat. If you love the conversation and you want to join us in Ibiza at the end of October, the link to the details are in our show notes and we're going to start with a little song um, from Holly Roxanne um, before we get into the conversation. The river ran red that day we called it and it came Oceans of women poured down on me like rain the river ran red that day we called it and it came oceans of women pour down on me like rain let it rain let it rain let it rain
by just seeing you how's it going I'm great thanks how are you doing yeah very well very well very excited to be finally uh, having this conversation this is actually like the first time I've I've seen you even though you're not quite in the same room as me but it's nice to see your face <laughs> yeah so let's just kick off um I don't know maybe get like straight into it you know what maybe attracted you to kind of like come and be part of this event I mean for women to kind of find and tap into their own inner voice which I sometimes feel becomes a little bit more difficult with all the the kind of the noise that seems to be around when I read your email and your reach out straight away all of the wording just hit such a strong chord with me because one of the most important aspects of my work is empowering that voice of the feminine because for such a long time, for so many generations, it's been something that has been actively suppressed within society. 
and silence and shutdown and pushdown. And the backlash of that is that there are so many of us who really struggle to access our inner voice, to access our strong, strong intuition and to be able to confidently speak that in public, in, in situations that we find ourselves in. And I find a really beautiful way to start to retrace that memory and start to conjure and remember those forgotten voices and those silenced parts of ourselves is through using sound, song, sound healing and creating safe environments where women and not just women can come together and speak and know that they are held and supported and listened to in what they have to say. I think that's really, yeah, important what you've said there. And I think, you know, there are definitely, I think, moments in our life where we do feel shut down and, you know, we kind of suppress various parts of our personality or things that we want to say. And I think, you know, as time goes on, those things become more and more difficult um, to kind of rediscover and and to let out and you know that's definitely happened in my life and all the women that I've kind of spoken to on the podcast courses that I run for women and I feel like that's you know one of the big reasons that I really wanted to do this is to you know allow women not to find their voice but to refine you know yes. part of their voice that somehow um, got lost along the way we've all got a voice we all know um, mass men ask how to use it but I feel like there's definitely a part of us that kind of just needs that little extra, um, yeah, re-empowerment, essentially, which I feel like is a really beautiful thing that you're going to bring to the table, which is completely unique to the rest of the lineup. And you're going to be with us um, for three sessions every single morning. What, you know, what, how do you think that, you know, you said through song and through obviously the sessions that you're going to be running, but, you know, how do you think you re-find the power um, of our voice? Through listening, through really creating that space to listen to yourself, because you're, you know you touched on something really great at the beginning, which is there is so much noise, and there is so much programming that happens to us throughout our whole life. As soon as we come to school, through the media, through everything, so much um, of how we should be, or how we're going to be liked, or how we're going to be found attractive if we fit into certain boxes or stereotypes. So if we tick this, or if we tick that, so of course it's 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 our nature to want to belong. There's it's our nature. We want to belong. We want to be in community because that's actually survival. If we date it right back when, if we didn't live with tribe, we'd die. So. It, we need community and we want to be liked and we want to be loved and one of the misunderstandings within that can be that we adopt truths or we adopt you know aspects that aren't really our own so we can be living in this way and we can have this sensation and this kind of deep inner knowing that we know that there's something a little bit more and we know that there's something in us that wants to be expressed, but we just don't quite know how to access that. Mm. 
And I think safety, so I work with somatics and embodiment as well. So creating safe environments where we can start to get into the juice and the wisdom of the body. We can start to move, we can start to listen, and we can start to feel what it is that wants to be seen and wants to be heard. I think some people are kind of asking me, you know, what is a voice activation retreat? And, you know, this is this is definitely the first time that I've ever put anything like this together. And there is like, you know, even I have days where I'm like, what is it I'm trying to achieve here? But, you know, the message was very clear to me, I think, through certain things that have happened in the media, the Roe versus Wade situation that was unfolding. And there's just been a lot of, I think a lot of things that have happened this year that have maybe come to this moment where I feel like I really want women to feel stronger and feel more able to say what they need to say and feel very powerful in that moment. And I think, you know, what is it exactly that you're going to be asking women to do when they get together in this circle in the mornings to to activate that sound, to activate their voice? How, how are you going to go about doing that? Well, with each group, it completely varies, um, depending on the group. I am such an advocate and lover of nature. For me, my the rewilding of myself through really immersing and coming back to that that mother energy where you don't have to be anything. You don't have to be anyone. You are just held and loved unconditionally. You're made of the same thing. So we will be going out into the wild. We'll be going out into nature. We'll be putting our feet on the earth. We'll be finding our points of connection, whatever that means. If we need to howl into the sea, we will howl into the sea. If we need to take our clothes off, run into the water and sing, <laughs> sing our hearts out, that's what we'll do. And, I'll, you know, we'll really play it. And I think we'll go on a journey and it will evolve over those over those three days. And, you know, often I've done retreats and the and seeing a, a woman coming in at the beginning and feeling, oh, you know, having the whole body language of a little bit hiding or a little bit shy to then at the end of the retreat, standing on top of a mountain naked with her arms in the air, howling to the trees. It's just like, yes. Yes, there's definitely not. <laughs> that might not be what we do. Right? I'm not sure we're going to get naked and howl into the sea, but you never know. Strange things have happened. <laughs> I mean, what you know, you talk about this community and tribe, and I think you know everybody wants to feel like they belong to something and they have their certain place in the world. But I think, as you said, there's a lot of unraveling, there's a lot of unpacking that kind of needs to be done you know, to realign people with their, their purpose and their passion and their, you know, their voice. And I think that comes from feeling, you know, in your body and or, you know, being able to tap into your authenticity comes from a place of being, you know, in your in your body. And I think, you know, obviously we spend so much of our time in our heads and, you know, coming back and being, as you said, in nature and having our feet on the earth and you know, coming out of our heads and, and getting back into our hearts is probably, you know, a really great thing that you are going to be incredible at facilitating. Exactly. I'm very much looking forward to it. I mean, what do you think that feeling that, you know, as you said at the beginning about being supported and listened to, how, how you know, how do you feel that that's perhaps ignored in, in the life that we live at the moment? I 
feel like a really strong part of society that's often ignored is, is the role of the mother, which mm -hmm. I feel is the most important role within society because the mother is rearing the generations of, of tomorrow. And actually she's so often sidelined and almost treated as the least important person. You know, when you're pregnant and you're in that fertility and you're in that full bloom, there's a lot of attention. Then as soon as someone actually becomes a mother, there's so much less energy, attention, focus, and importance that's placed upon that. And I believe that, that re a restructuring of that is absolutely key to restructuring and creating a fostering and nurturing environment because a mother is giving so much all the time, all the time, all the time. And therefore, society needs to be giving to her all the time, all the time, all the time, or she becomes depleted. So I feel like there's this depletion and there's this tiredness that happens, which lead us. I mean, I could talk about this for a long time because it goes deep, but it, it, it leads us often as children to feeling like we didn't actually have what we needed or we didn't actually, we weren't actually heard in the way that we needed to be heard. So I believe that we all need that nurture and that support to and, and that needs to be systematic to create environments that enable us to feel safe enough to be in our bodies and to find and speak those truths and those deeper purposes what 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 drove you to sort of you know go down this road of kind of wanting to facilitate and create this safe space for women so for me, it, I had a really strong connection to singing and my voice when I was a child and then going through becoming a teenager and feeling so much social pressure to fit in or to be overtly sexualized or and grow up really fast mm. actually led me to this point where I became completely disconnected from singing. I rejected it. I didn't sing for 10 years. And through that became super disconnected from my own, my own voice. And it was when I was about 25 that I just tuned in to this need, this like tiny voice inside myself that was like, I just want to sing. I just want to sing. And tending to that little flame, tending to that fire and building through that a real understanding that the voice isn't just something that comes from here or comes from the heart. It's, it's a full body experience. It's coming right from our base. It's coming right from our, our, our womb. It's coming right from the, the, the real roots of our, of our being. And I feel particularly for women, this, this voice and womb connection is one that often really gets overlooked. And yet there's one nerve the vagus nerve the biggest healing nerve in the whole body that our sound travels through that comes all the way from that womb space up into our throat and this is how i work with people to start to activate their sound it's really coming back to that roots and that base that base of the sound and and how, sorry i was going to say how did you know when you say you noticed that this this voice was coming up that you wanted to you know you wanted to sing but I think some people they just kind of poo-hoo these kind of voices that that start to cry for attention internally you know I've definitely been through that myself 
And I think it takes quite a lot of being connected, as you say, to be able to even hear that voice. But when you say, you know, you began to kind of fan the flames and nurture that voice and fan the fire, like what did you experience on the other side of that when you really started to let that voice out? But you know what, at first, what I would experience is I'd lose my voice. So every time I went, went to sing in public, I'd lose my voice. So there was a lot of ingrained fear that was going on for like a good year of this journey. And actually went through a whole journey. I, I ended up having nodules. I ended up having um, a small operation on my womb. It was like my body was telling me I, I need to sing. And yet the very parts of me that I needed um, to express my voice were the parts of me that had felt so neglected for such a long time that I had to go through a process of regeneration of my, of my body and of those parts in order to find the power to, to actually sing and, and speak. So it's like, oh, deep, deep commitment and devotion. And like, also I'm, I'm excited by life, you know, and I'm excited. I, I have a really strong inner child, we all do. And I want, that might that child in me to be able to live joyfully and to be able to express and love and and live the way that they want and that um and that is an easy thing to say and not always an easy thing to do so it's like and i'd say more and more and more it becomes easier actually mm. and when you say yes, when you say yes, the universe responds. So when I said yes, I started meeting people in my field all the time who are like song angels, who I'd start collaborating with or who would invite me to do something. Or because, And these are the little signs that it's true, you're supported, keep going, follow the path, you know? And they happen in these unexpected ways. Well, actually, you you came into my world on a on a hike, actually, with um, a lovely lady that came on my retreat called Ellie. And she, you know, she told me about you and the work that you guys were doing together. And I hadn't really fully committed in my head to doing this voice activation retreat. But I was really looking for that kind of, you know, activation person, the person that was going to actually really empower women to release I think what a lot of us have trapped inside um and personally for me um I went on a I went on an acting improv workshop <laughs> at the beginning of this year because oh. I knew that I had no desire to act or any of the things that were kind of entailed within it but I just knew that it was going to scare me uh massively to do the thing that was you know there and get on stage at the end of these few days of the workshop. And I just thought if I can do this, you know, I can do anything. And all the signs, as you said, were there to lead me towards this moment. And, you know, since then, all these little stepping stones of like public speaking and opportunity to be up on stage at the Women's International Podcast Awards and, um, sorry, Women's International Podcast Festival. <laughs> and yeah, it's just, when you do something that takes you out of your comfort zone and forces you to do the thing that you kind of, you know, you're terrified of and you don't really want to do, but you know that it, you know, it's going to basically take you to the place that you really want to be. 
um, I think, yeah, magical things happen. So I have very um, high hopes for what's going to happen here in Ibiza and for, for your sessions um, across the board on those three days. And I think a lot of people will look at that lineup and think, oh, my God, I don't want to sing. I don't want to do this. You know, that part of the retreat maybe feels a bit scary for some people. But, you know, for anyone sitting there feeling really nervous about that, what would you, you know, what would you say to them? Well, I think you said it so well, which is like, do that thing that scares you. And I, what I would also say is the way that I like to be in the space with people and the way I like that space to feel is you don't do anything that you don't want to do. You're in your power and you are so, so powerful. And you're in a space that actually recognizes that and actually sees that so magical things happen within that space and you often end up surprising yourself and also all of that projection of the fear and the expectation often it never turns out the way you think it's going to turn out anyway and you'll leave with such an abundance of gifts that you you didn't even realize were there often so I feel like and I feel like play is a really important point I'd love to touch on as well, because we can, in our adult minds, get really serious and earnest about it all sometimes. And actually, that freedom to, to play with exactly where you're at and know that that's the perfect place to be in. We're not going to ask you to stand up and sing Celine Dion as a solo in the middle of the circle unless you want to in which case it's welcome you know it's interesting actually this is probably I don't know it's a bit of a sad story but I just happened to have a real craving for Whitney Houston in the gym this morning yes and I'm listening to um you know some of her absolute classics and suddenly I was just like what happened to Whitney and I did start to google like her story a little bit more um and actually what strangely came up before this conversation was um, a little article from one of her voice coaches. Obviously she lost her voice through smoking um, various drugs, but that was really the moment that, you know, she lost, I think her self belief and her will to be here because the one thing she had to define herself and express herself through was her music and her voice. And he did actually manage to get her from a point of not being able to speak at all, right through to like 75% of her vocal capacity returned. But then, you know, sadly, she didn't manage to move beyond. But I think, you know, it was just such an interesting story about just how much of her personality and her self-worth and her authenticity and her story, you know, her everything was, was revolving around her voice. And it just reminded me like, you know, what a privilege it is to have a voice and to be able to put that out there and to be able to use it and to be able to express, you know, who we are and what we need. And I think that's, that's for me really just feels like the reason that I wanted to put this together was to try and enable other women to feel exactly that. And I also saw um, a woman at the Emmy Awards this week. I don't know if you saw it, a little clip I posted on my Instagram page about her acceptance speech and she's an actress and she's 65 years of age and she's never won anything before and she got up and she just bellowed out as part of her acceptance speech that she knows where her voice belongs and it just 
you know, I think we all kind of have an inkling about, you know, where we belong and who we are and where we came from and and being able to to really find that, you know, sense of belonging and sense of knowing is a really, really, really powerful thing. Um, and I feel for me, that's definitely happened through podcasting. So um, I'm sure you feel the same about, you know, the space that you create for women in the same way. And, and we all we all carry something to say. We all we all have something to say. We all carry a message. We all carry such a such a unique truth. That's that's not the truth or the story of anyone else. Mm. And when we have the confidence to step into that and allow ourselves it, through all of the vulnerabilities to speak it, we activate something in somebody else who remembers a part of their story, who remembers a part of their story, who remembers a part of their story. And mm-hmm. those borders that are created those misunderstandings that separate us from one another become smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller because we're just all parts of other people's story making up the whole so really i feel through our voice through actually speaking our truth through actually sharing our truth we bridge we bridge ourselves and we come closer as as a as a global community I think I always think of the little birds in the tree. You know, they they are always continuously creating this web of communication. This the, the, of the songbirds, it's, and it's they don't wake up, you know, and think one morning like, oh, you know, better not better not share my voice because um, the canary might uh, judge me, or you know. Or the pigeon up the road, yeah. The pigeon up the road might think I'm a moron, you know? <laughs> so, yeah. That budgie tweeting in his cage. No, exactly. I never know. Yeah. Well, I don't know, you know, it's fascinating. It's a fascinating thing. You really start to unpack where it does all this, you know, fear of judgment and fear of, you know, worrying about what everybody else is thinking about you. Where does it all come from? And of course, you know, Things like this, you know, are not my happy zone. I have to actually be on a camera when really I'm, you know, used to being on my own in a room behind a microphone. That's my that's my comfort zone. And if you don't yeah. do the things that, you know, like this, that make you nervous, then, well, why would you, you know, you're not going to progress unless you move beyond. And that's definitely, you know, the biggest lesson that I've learned through all of this, which I find continually fascinating and you know ultimately we've all got something to say and we've all got you know our stories and those are the most powerful ways that we can come together as a community to share um, and to keep on sharing and um, I'm really really excited to have you with us thanks for joining me I'll speak to you soon Holly thanks all right bye lovely bye for now It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel It's the Reset Rebel